Well, it's bittersweet this week as we celebrate the win over the Bulldogs and at the same time, the whole league flicks the switch. Welcome to On The Red. Yes, welcome to episode 34. I am Rob. You can find me locked down on Twitter, at XRBob. And I sound weird because I'm back in the Pistol Studios with Pistol right beside me. He's from On The Spot. He's checking everyone's temperatures with infrared device. Hello, Pistol. Hello, Robert. How are we all tonight? Oh, we're good so far. It's been uh, exciting. It's, it's 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 all over the place is what it really is. At Morgan's Holmes Evans, he's wearing a uh, sequined double elastic fabric mask. Who designed that one, Morgs? Oh, this is a nice little number I got from uh, South Korea, actually, when I was on holiday. Beautiful. Oh. So it's that's where I got back in the country. Yeah, yeah you no, come back from I you. Snuck, I get it. I snuck in overnight. <laughs> yeah, I came, in on that no big, came in on that big cruise ship I missed. Ooh, I don't think we talk about that. Uh, at the Barking Frog MC, he's holding all the toilet paper. Welcome, Mick. Yes, thank you. Hang on. Sorry, I just can't quite get to the microphone. Too many rolls of toilet paper in the road. Moving out of the road. Yes. <laughs> all right. How are we, gentlemen? Ah, <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. We know where it all is now. <laughs> It's all right, we mate. Know where I, you live. No, well, I tell you what I've done. I tell you what I've done, and it, it, it's. A, I reckon it's absolutely annoying the crap out of my neighbours. I've uh, actually taken photos like of toilet paper rolls, and then I've printed them out, and I've stuck them onto my window, so as it looks like my windows is like there's toilet paper rolls just stacked up across my window. Yes, so I'll just with all the crime going on in our city, and you tempt them with that. Yeah, it's all right. Someone must have got annoyed because they've already broken into my house the other night and st- stole my wallet and my ha- favourite hat. But other than that, it's all good. <laughs> oh, what are you going to say? Maybe we should stop talking about it. <laughs> taking photos of your neighbours. No, I'm not taking photos of my neighbours. No, no, that's that would never happen. Trust me. <laughs> oh, thank God. Well, that's why. All, that's why all the uh, bushes are so tall. But uh, oh. all right, Python's goat this week. <laughs> Mick O'Day has said, uh, great podcast, boys. Very uh, very informative, I believe he means. XR Bob needs to change his name to DR Bob now that he owns a DRZ400. Uh, thanks, Mick. But uh, the XR is from times well before uh, I was into motorbikes. So uh, I don't think I'll change that. Although I do like the idea of Dr. Bob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could be a doctor. <laughs> X, 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 right, X was on. taken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, triple X, Bob. Uh, Luke Henderson said, uh, so, so Pistol, how do you bet on uh, crowd size at the Warriors versus Raiders game versus Titans versus Eels at the same stadium when there's no crowds allowed anyway? Uh, that was completely a joke, Luke, but uh, I just thought that maybe they might have relaxed the crowd attendance laws for those two games because whoever's going to be in the stands was about the same size capacity as what it would have been anyway. <laughs> Shots fired. I thought, Shots I thought- fired. I thought my response to that was pretty good, though. You were about nine deep at that stage, so. Oh, six. 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 Six Guinnesses. Six Guinnesses. Six Guinnesses. Six Brennan Vines said, tried listening to your pod, Pete, but uh, your one-eyed assessment on the Cowboys versus Broncos was laughable. We should have lost by 30. Your co-hosts were right on the money. Well, I have to agree with him. Yeah, so do I. I yeah, don't <laughs> agree with Vinesy. <laughs> I very rarely no. do. So this is a rare occasion that I do. They say we should have been beaten by 30. Well, Brendan, <laughs> the reason why we weren't beaten by 30 is because the boys stayed in the fight. We dug deep. Yeah, we didn't play our best. We missed a lot of tackles. 
but we still stuck in. It was only goal kicking and a poor video ref decision at the end that curled us the win. Hey, would it be? Uh, anyway, we talked all about it last week. Would it be so, me? Uh, would it, would, hey, Rob, would it be me saying though that that was the second best game we've had this season? Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not inaccurate to say that. <laughs> Uh, Shotgun Steve sent us a message saying uh, he's got a few mixed reactions to the NRL suspending, but at least the Cowboys are back in the top eight for the first time since 2019. Yeah. Uh, he did go looking for our podcast on Monday, but uh, then he had a mental blank and realised it was Monday. I guess that's what happens when you have a few kids running around the house yeah. and uh, busy, busy times. I think he was camping out at Mount Fox and came back on a Sunday night and thought, oh, you beauty, I'll, I'll look at this podcast on Monday, not knowing that we don't record it until a Tuesday. It's all right, Shotgun, we're all over, it's fine, you'll be fine. And uh, B Tiger, who is the host of a, a podcast called Sports Best Friends, has um, gotten in touch with us. We've had a little bit of a chat with him earlier in the night and if you get a chance, jump on uh, your favourite podcast application, uh, Spotify or iTunes, and have a look for Sports Best Friends. Uh, you'll hear Big Tiger, or B Tiger, Big T, he calls himself, and uh, have a listen to that podcast. It's pretty good as well. And uh, one of the boys on the show, I, I'm looking at him right now, Pistol jumped on with a bit of a quiz before, and I have to say, he didn't do too badly, but you'll have to tune into that uh, podcast just to see how well he went. Which I think he releases on a on a Wednesday at some stage. It's yeah. actually sports BFs for, for those playing at home. Very good. Yeah, Thank you, Pistol. You go. Nice work. Nice work, Pistol. Oh. Well to represent. Now, he didn't do us he didn't he didn't do so bad. I flew the flag quite remarkably. Yeah, I think it'll be hard to beat. Let's just say that much. <laughs> Uh, well, we'll get straight into the season twenty twenty game to review. Uh, we might as well hook right into this one because it might be the last one we review in quite some time. Bulldogs versus Cowboys in front of literally nobody at ANZ Stadium. Uh, Steve Price was there. Steve Price was there. A little bit more about him later on. <laughs> Cowboys coming out of the victors. Very nice to see. Gentlemen, yeah. what do you think? Oh. There's no crowd. You can hear everything. Good win. I thought it was good being us the first to do it. Everyone's going to – we all had mixed reactions, uh, all the experts as well, going, oh, what's it going to be like? And Cowboys, Bulldogs put it on. It was a pretty decent game of footy. Probably second half wasn't the greatest, but it, it, it just showed that a game can be played in an empty arena. Oh, yeah. And which set, which set the tone for the rest of the next seven games that followed. It definitely did. i got to agree with you on that one. Like, just the amount the, – the, being able to hear the talk – um, between the players and, and that kind of stuff, it's something that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to do at that level. So it's quite nice nice to hear it. So should we lock out all stadiums when it resumes? Well, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're locked out for a little while longer now. But uh, Tamalolo, 193 metres in the first half, 345 total metres for the entire game. New record for a forward surpassing one mentioned Steve Price earlier on, who was mm. on 323. Not a bad effort from the million-dollar man. He's worked, earned his keep, didn't he? Oh, it's I, I, it's good to watch. I reckon Tamalolo <laughs> could have actually made more. He, he got tackled with about 25 metres to go. And I, admittedly, <laughs> at this stage, he's already, he's already busted guts. He's already got heavy legs. Oh, he was gassed. I reckon he could have just floored a little bit more, scored the try. <laughs> I don't think he did that because they would have reviewed it and it might have been a bulldog scrum feedback. <laughs> so those meters wouldn't have counted. <laughs> 
Oh, mate, he he um he, he was as Andrew John said, he was a beast. He was a beast. Um, it didn't look. I mean, I think half the time it looked like when he got tackled, it was just because he felt sorry for him. He he only spent seventy three minutes on the field too. Yeah. So there was another seven minutes there. He could have nailed out another I don't know, 20, 30 meters maybe. Well, he went off. I remember seeing him go off at about the fifty five minute mark and come. Oh, finally the boys having a rest. And I've I've gone to the fridge, cracked a beer, come back, and he's back on the field. Like he, it was as if he didn't really get much of a break, Greeny. It really was like, had a beer to spread on him. It was it was like my, it was like Mighty Ducks. It was just like get off, swig some water, get back on. You know? Yeah, but the guy doesn't sweat. Oh, I reckon he you does. watch him. In, I'd say he does. It in, just blends it in. In games like that, though, 345, he walked off with not a bead off on his brow. Like it was just another day at the office. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll sweat when I hit 400, mate. Well, <laughs> with, the amount, with the amount of runs that he had, he was averaging 26 metres per run. And that's tough. And that's oh, tough. Yeah. And and out of that twenty six, I reckon fourteen of them are post contact as well. Maybe not fourteen, but at least at least eight or so would be would be post contact meters was one hundred and fourteen. There you go. About a third of his meters of post contact. Yeah, post contact was one hundred and fourteen. He had twenty five hit ups. So you do the math on the actual average on that one, but yeah, that's that's just crazy, man. That's crazy numbers. And the thing is, like people say, oh, you won't see that again. Well, he's been averaging around 200 just on that 200 mark as it is. I mean, so, yeah, it is a bit more than the norm, but he's still averaging more than what most people do anyway. So, Well, Josh Maguire was probably the next best for us at 190 metres from 17 carries. Kyle Felt with 162 and he Masters with 134 with six tackle breaks. Yeah. Well, he's saying good workhorse. Um, a lot of people seem to be critical of him, but I think he's doing pretty well for us personally. I, I don't know. I, I rate the guy. Yeah, look, I, I, thought, I thought he was good at the Tigers. I was happy to see him come here. So, I've, to me, he's been solid, but I've yeah. just heard a little bit of, I mean, you're always going to get the internet critics, but, oh, you know, yeah. I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's warranted at Isan. No. Especially, if, like, it's his second game with the club. He seems to be fitting in well, mm. in my mind. He was also a little pretty integral. Integral? Integral? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we all know that word. Technological. Uh, in the, in, <laughs> Yeah, he was. It was a big factor in the nines tournament as well. Mm. You know, uh, the, there was a game or two that he didn't play in the nines, or he didn't play big min- minutes in the nines, and it just showed a bit of lack of direction. Like he's he's got a he's got a good um got good, a good future if he keeps the head on his shoulders. I'll, I'll be Tom honest with you. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't um, uh, overly fussed with assigning him. Like I'll, I'll be honest. Like I didn't. I didn't wasn't a fan of him when he was at the Tigers. I wasn't like you, Rob, where you were excited to see him come to the club. I I, did, I didn't rate him at all. I didn't think much of him. I tell you what, he's made me eat my words very very quickly. I mean, I mean, it's only two games. I know, and uh, you know, even if even if the season hadn't had hadn't been suspended at this stage, there's still a long way to go. But I tell you what, out of the two games I have seen from him, I'm bloody impressed. I think it's pretty pretty refreshing mm. to see a solid center. Yeah. But the fact he's also got sixty odd first grade games under his belt, so he's got a couple of seasons of battle hard in NRL. You're not just buying, you know, the Knights bought Callum Ponger off two games. You know, like yeah. and he was going to be a super, at least at least he served an apprenticeship, and you sort of yep. you can nut out a few flaws in your game. And I mean, everyone's going to make mistakes, but I, yeah, I, I hope he sends. Uh, Next ten years at the Cowboys. To be honest, I, I rate the guy. He, he could become Paul Bowman status. I, but there you go. There I said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Cohen Hess looked super fit, I thought, steamed in uh, a few times there. And tell you what, he did some chasing and, oh, the, the kick chase he did, he steamed down, man oh, down yeah. like 30, 40 metres quicker than yeah. anyone else, gave us a repeat set. Yeah. Plus his try that he scored. It seems to be back to his what we expected from him the last two years, you know? I, 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 wouldn't say, I wouldn't say he's back to what we expected from him. I think he's actually, like, and, and you guys all know where – my, my thoughts have been on, on, on Hesse in the past. Um, I haven't been his greatest supporter. Um, I, I, I wouldn't go as far as saying he's back to what he was in the past. I would probably say he's actually changed his style of game a little bit. Yes, he's still got that barging run, but I think he's actually, because um, he's trimmed up a fair bit, he seems to be a little bit more mobile in the sense of is that he, you know what I mean? Like, he's not yeah, just, he's definitely fitter. He, yeah. he's, not just a, he's not just a battering ram like he was yeah. a couple of seasons ago now. He actually seems to be a little bit more agile, you know, that sidewards movement's there as well now because that one he went through oh, with yeah. that gap, like, it, you know, it wasn't just a straightforward barging run. Well, he trimmed up his hair and he trimmed up everything <laughs> else along with him. I think right. that probably helped. Without losing that upper body strength either. Yeah. Oh, I think you've got, got a bit more. I, I, I saw someone yeah. on I saw someone on the Stampede page turn around and say it looks like he doesn't have an ounce of fat on him. So yeah. uh, I, I got to be honest, I didn't actually see that shot, and I'm probably glad I didn't. <laughs> but yeah, apparently he's uh, looking. Yeah, he's trim, looking. Trim Torton, terrific. He is looking a lot better. Unfortunately, on the other side of the coin, I thought Cooper, uh, Gavin Cooper, probably looked a little bit lost sometimes. Mm. Didn't quite seem to have the. I uh, the play, the dynamic, just didn't seem to be all in it. I don't know. It's, it's hard to describe. It just for me, I don't know whether he's gone. I don't want to say he's going one too I, many. I don't think he has uh, gone one too no, many. No, I, I agree with your pistol on that one. I wouldn't go saying he's gone one too many. I, th- I mean, at the end of the day, it's we. I guess there's that expectation of what players should be and shouldn't be doing each week, and maybe we're falling into that trap a little bit. Going well, the guy is allowed to have a bad game. I mean, or is it the fact that everyone else has gone, actually had a really, really good game, so his good game looked average, maybe. I yeah. I, I sort of Could get where you're coming from, though, Rob. I, 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 I do get where you're coming from. I just watched a bit of him, I just, yeah, I just watched a bit of him off the ball as well, and he just yep. sort of didn't seem to be in the right positioning at times. Um, so for me, he just sort of, I don't know, just didn't quite look like he was 100%, maybe. Mike, maybe he's carrying a bit of an injury, maybe. It's hard, hard to say, obviously, yeah. but... Uh, no, look, he, we'll see. We'll see. I guess we won't see. <laughs> I was about to say we'll see how he goes this week, but uh, yeah, we won't see that. Uh, Jake Granfall, a bit of a concern. He didn't come back on no, at all. No, I was surprised on that. Whether or not I, I didn't think Greeny would do a, a game of two hookers in each half. Like Granville played the first forty, didn't see him again. And in that first forty, I mean, look at the score: twenty-two to six. He you're getting that service. Not that Robson's bad at all, but I just would have thought that Granville would have played the first thirty and then come on for the the last twenty-five or something. Actually, you make a good point there that I missed that I didn't even think of. We didn't score in that second half, and maybe it was because of Reese Robson. I don't want to lump it all on him. I know, mm. uh, but the Bulldogs did lift a bit there, but. Maybe the change up with Reese running the show, or, you know what I mean? Maybe he just yeah, I don't it know. Just wasn't quite as dynamic as Greenville. Although I thought Reese Robson was fairly solid, person. Yeah, I think that the last two games I've seen, uh, well, first only two games <laughs> I've seen, uh, Granville's been back to his fifteen best, in my opinion. And yeah, to well, not right. and to not see him come back in the second half was a bit alarming. I I thought of that with about twenty to go. So. 
when's Granville coming back on? But yeah, because he only played nah, thirty four minutes. He only played thirty four minutes. I didn't so. see it. No, didn't see anything about any injuries to him. So I don't know whether he just might have had a twinge or something. Who knows? He did. Excuse me. I'm sure uh, he may have copped a bump in the head. Actually, I. I do remember hearing, you know, in those moments when you're not watching it 100%, but you sort of hear the commentator say something, and maybe he took a knock to the head and didn't pass his HIA. There is that. Maybe, they didn't, maybe they didn't make a big song and dance. Yeah, there, maybe. Or maybe he came off. He might have been scheduled to come off at the 34th anyway. Yeah. And he came off then, and he had a bit of a head knock that wasn't obvious, and he just didn't come back on for that reason. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Um, yeah, and I guess we'll never will know, to be honest with you. So. Well, pretend, yeah, probably not now. So. <laughs> I think that's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he'll be right by the next game. <laughs> well, let's hope so. Let's so, hope so. Strange, so stranger things. Out, stranger so. things have happened. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um. Yeah. No. That was probably a good game, but overall, it's hard to gauge because you know we played the Broncos, who are now two from two, and we lost that one. We've played the Bulldogs, who were none from two, and we beat them. So where do we sit? We're yeah, quite well, rightly in seventh place, I believe, on the ladder, but. By right, South should have done Broncos. Yeah, well, that's far right. Far out. And, yeah, first game of the season. Look, everyone knows my view on, on round one's game, but, you know, <laughs> we could easily be seeing Broncos none too. So. Oh, look, and it, it is that. I mean, like, I, I guess a lot of the naysayers will be able to sort of step back a little bit. I know it was only one game and we don't really get another game now to sort of see that, that, that if that change is happening or not. But I thought Morgs had a, a fairly good game. I mean, he, he seemed to lead from the front um, a lot more than what he probably did in that Broncos game. And that may be because he had the op- he got given the opportunity to, like as in the defensive team sort of stayed off him a little bit. I don't know. But uh, he seemed to have a, a pretty solid game. And I think Drinkwater is coming into his own each and every game. Every game he just seems he's going to get better and better and better. I mean, I know we can keep joking, but well, well, wait and see now until when they come back. But I, I thought Drinkwater had a better game than he did against Brisbane as well. And just, just yeah, absolutely. And like I said, that halves pairing would only get better over time. Unfortunately, we can't see that for a little while unless if we start doing maybe instead of podcast phantom calls, maybe the 2020 Cowboys versus the 94 Illawarra Steelers or something like that. That is an editing nightmare oh. right there. Right? Trent Barrett to Darren Fritz. So Fritz is tackled by McLean. Oh, no. Well, everybody's got spots now. Maybe we'll oh, well, on, that, uh, is, uh, that is effectively season 2020, at least as far as it stands. As uh, long as it's not September 1st. Yes. Uh, yeah, well, look, I reckon uh, I'm pretty optimistic. I think we'll be back before then. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping this thing does shake it. it. It goes away as quick as it's come and, you know, a couple of months maybe, hopefully. Maybe look. I think By at the, the end of the day, I, I think they're washing your hands. <laughs> no, I have been. No, I have. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I hope if if they do get back and when they do get back, that they sort of do what the AFL was sort of thinking and just basically get everyone to play everyone once. Get get a bit of a season out there. At least everyone, you know, treat each game as a well. If you don't beat them and you get equal with them, then they probably will get the cookies over you in the positioning on the table or something like that. I don't know, but um, I think I think they'll have to resort yeah. back to. One game around, uh, sorry, one team. Yeah, you play everybody once is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Uh, basically, just because you're going to run out of time, otherwise yeah. you'll be playing a grand final in or, Christmas. Or how's this for an idea? Not look, there's a thousand ideas floated. Thirty man squad. You now have exemptions to a forty five man squad under capping breaches or whatever, Where's and you're going? playing. 
No, you play two games a week or something like that. You know, you yeah, might have the Coca-Cola but, Cup on a Wednesday night and then you're backing up on a Sunday or something like that. Yeah, I but don't know. Do you, do, do you um, – State of Origin's thrown up in the air now. Too. Yeah. yeah. That, that didn't occur to me just and, now. And I was just thinking this before. Well, they were already talking, they were already talking yeah, of State so, of Origin getting played at the end of the year. That was already yeah, pretty yeah. much banded out there that it was going to be after the grand final sort of thing they were going yeah, to play yeah. State of Origin, um, which is – not a bad thing, but I mean, you know, the problem is with that kind of stuff, obviously there's might be players that are good enough to be playing Origin but may not be playing in the finals, so they don't really play for four or four or five weeks, you know, so that there's always mm-hmm. a downside to that. But yeah. But I mean that does I mean in saying that, that that happens when you play for Australia as well, when they always have the Australia games after the finals. So and it's never seemed to be an issue then, so I can't see it being an issue for for an origin scenario either. It may it may end up being the go. In future seasons as well. Who knows? Hypotheticals. Hypotheticals. Let's just say the season does kick off on the 30th of August or whatever and we sneak in just before the 1st of September sort of thing and it does go the the season duration. No one likes working on New Year's and no one likes working (laughs) on Christmas Day. <laughs> but imagine Origin in a crowded house on Christmas Day. Oh God! Imagine Origin a week later on New Year's Eve. Oh, do it. Imagine that. Imagine, imagine Game Two, Origin at Suncorp, and they make it a daytime affair, like a, a oh. like a, a three p.m. kickoff. <laughs> nah. Thirty-two degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, hear me on this one. Hear me on this one. Origin <laughs> at three p.m. New Year's Eve at Suncorp. Followed by a little trundle across the road to the Gabba to watch the Heat versus Drikers <laughs> in a big bash match. Cracking. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I, I like the theory I mean, behind it. I, I, for me, Origin is one of those games. Like I, I would love to see Grand Finals back at like three o'clock in the afternoon. But for me, Origin is a is a night. It, it's always been a nighttime thing. So for me, I, imagine I would, Origin over the Christmas period when we're all on holidays. I remember when it was like anyway, when it was on the long is, weekends, uh, but anyway. <laughs> I think that is going to be season 2020 for us for now, but for? we will be back. We're going to uh, work on a few things and try to get a show out uh, a little more often. But for now, I think we'll hit into our our uh, player of the year. Yeah, on the ranch player of the year. A little bit uh, protracted, but um, <laughs> yeah, we'll run with it anyway and see what happens. You never know. Oh, hello. Yeah, All right. Yeah. So, um, so uh, well, uh, Mick, why don't you kick off your three, two, ones, and we'll see where we go. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's a bit hard to look past, and I know I, I did try to like. I don't like. I, I'm not a big fan of giving my three points to the obvious. Sometimes I like to look for those little things that that make a difference. But it's pretty hard to go past Tom Malolo for my three points uh, for this game because I already talked that out. <laughs> hey, I know you have. <laughs> um, I know. But you, yeah. I mean, I just typed it out just now. <laughs> um, yeah, so Tom Alalo, I, I got my three points. Um, my two points, I went to uh, Moose uh, Maguire. Um, I just, he just seemed to bring that little bit of spark back to that forward pack. Um, not to say that no one else wasn't sparking up or wasn't doing anything well anyway. I just think he just seemed to bring that little bit of mongrel back into the pack and um, he tackled the house down and he, he wasn't afraid to put his hand up and I think there was about three sets in a row where he took two hit-ups. So um, for me, uh, two points to Maguire and uh, hold your beers, boys. Hold your beers. One point to the Hessinator. Yes, yes, I went, I went Hesse. I, I think he, um, I think he oh. had a good game. 
I think he had a good game. I, I, I do. I mean, there was a. I think I was a bit like you, Pistol, with what you said earlier on today. I could have gone a thousand different players. I think everyone did some really good things. But yeah, I, I think the forwards really laid down a platform this for this game and allowed the backs to do what they needed to do. So yeah, so three points Tamalolo, two points Maguire, one point Hess. Beautiful, beautiful. Hey, uh, Morgan, you still there? Uh, I think so. You got me. Yep. Have we lost Morgan already? Have we lost me? No, I can hear him. You got me? Sweet. Oh. All right. Three points. Can I hear him? I'm going, I'm definitely going Tamalolo. You can't get past it. Why can't hear Morgan? Oh, what is going on here, lads? I can hear you, Morgs. That's all that matters. You can hear me? Like, that's the main thing, Mick. As long as we got each other. Has Morgan been talking the whole podcast? Yeah, of course I'll be he talking has. To we, myself. we wouldn't have heard no, him I'll over you. Myself. We couldn't hear Having him over you, time. Pistol. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've gone Tomalolo for three points? Yeah, look, I'm going Tomalolo. I don't think you can you can beat him. I mean, how how is he so much better than everybody else in the competition at the run? I mean, is it is it DNA? Is it harder work in the gym? But you can't go past him. I reckon number two, I'm going Masters, soon to be a, a cult favourite. Um, he is just an absolute ripper of a signing. And it's just good to have, you know, a real positive signing and, you know, really someone who's pulling their weight. And I'm actually, I'm torn between my man Felty or Hesse. Well, what, come on, what is it going to be? Um, Flip a coin, mate. Flip a coin. Oh, look, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm kind of thinking Hess. I'm going to go Hess along with you. Yep. He's just felt like he's got, he, he's leading it and he, he's just got some direction with us here. So I'm going to go Hesse. And um, hopefully we get to see more of their bloody good form this year um, a bit later down the track. Nice, nice, nice. Fingers crossed. <laughs> All right, you two little giggling girdies in the background there. Who's going first? Uh, well, uh, we couldn't hear Morgan's second of, second and two and one. Who, who'd you go? All right, so he went Tom Malolo for three points, Masters for yep. two points, and Hess for one. Oh, Hess. Oh, oh Masters oh. is getting it. I've got on six. And I've got all the tallies here. I've got all the tallies here. It's all good. I've got it all. I'm going out tomorrow getting my uh, Eastern Masters jersey. Masters also scored points last <laughs> week as well. Yeah, I know. We're on that. Hopefully, um, you got last week's scores there. Mate. I, I certainly do, mate. I'm all over oh, it. Oh, good. So you can tell him up from there. That's good. Yep. Um, pistol. Yeah, look, I've. I, it was hard to go past Lolo, obviously. Uh and then, yeah, second two points, I've actually gone Hesse, I think. Uh, just a lot of stuff he did that game. Again, Mick, as you mentioned, the engine room, it sort of stood tall. And I could have given Amalolo, obviously, three points. And anyone from two down, I could have given everyone points in that. Uh, and then Drinky, I gave as one point for, for Scott Drinkwater. I think he had a great game at 5-8. Uh, but, I mean, honourable mentions, Triple M, Moose, McLean and Morgo, I think. Any any one of those guys could have polled, and along with another half a dozen of the of the team as well. Like I thought, Hampton had a solid game on the wing. You know, contrasts from game one to game two, and unfortunately, you can only fit three players out of seventeen in your voting polls. And yeah, I just reckon Tamalolo, Hess, and Drinky. Yep, Rob. Beautiful. Well, looks like I haven't strayed too far. Well, may, I might have a little bit here. Uh, obviously, for me, Tamalolo again, three points. Hard to beat, 340-plus metres. That's just ridiculous. He led from the front. That's his job, uh, and he did it very well. Cohen Hess, two points for me because he was the barnstorming Cohen. Mm, absolutely he was. Moving right on. Golf <laughs> <laughs> 
And Dragon piece of ice. I gave one point to Benny Hampton. I thought he was very solid. Yeah. Uh, out there on the wing, every carry he did was was good. He put his heart into it like he does every week. Uh, but he stood out for me a lot more than probably some of the others. Again, like you say, Moose, McLean, Morgan, uh, you know, so many people deserved a point. But for me, it was, uh, it was Hampton gets it this week. There you go. All righty, so with the tallies, before, uh, not including last week, so for this week, so total, Telmalolo 12 points, Hess 5 points, Maguire 2 points, Masters 2 points, Hampton and Drinkwater both got 1 point each. All right, so after two rounds, so uh, Telmalolo has moved to the lead. He is on uh, 21 points. In second place after two rounds, Masters is on 13 points. Then in third place uh, is, uh, let me look here, Hesse on five points. Then we have uh, Robson, Maguire, and, yeah, Robson and Maguire on two points. And then we've got uh, Morgs, Cooper, Drinkwater, and Hampton all on one point. So at this stage, obviously, with the uh, the break now until uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, the season comes back at this stage, uh, Tamalolo's on in the lead uh, quite easily. At the, well, eight points in it, but um, yeah, this game, that last game, really uh, helped him out a lot. Oh, that can yeah. change week to week. That's exactly yeah. right. Not not over the next eight weeks, but. <laughs> we keep saying it, but, you know, what do you do? That's what's going to happen. But how's the contrast in games? Round 2, 2019, Lolo versus Broncos, and he gets injured by Tavita <laughs> to round 2, Lolo versus the Dogs, and man of the match, three points, Dally M's, and <laughs> makes round 45. Yeah, well, that's it. I think... Um I think, uh, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't think there was as much pressure on him this time. Um, he looks think, like he's enjoying his footy a lot more than he, a lot more than last year. He's mm. always got a smile on his face this year. Yeah. So he just looks like he's, and he doesn't look cocky. He just looks like he's having fun. He's just a big kid. Probably the bank account helps with the that. Bank, oh, the bank account, that would help me as well. You can buy a lot of eggs. Wow. <laughs> 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 Jesus. What? He's a big guy. He needs a lot of protein. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're hoping he doesn't listen Whack. to this podcast. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, he does. Come on, Jason. We love you. And you he know. was young and innocent, all right? Fel- Felty will be like, yeah, yeah, hey, Jason, you need to listen to this week's episode. It'll be really good for you. <laughs> yeah. We love you, Jason. You're just saying that because you're anyway. scared. <laughs> what? Like you're not. <laughs> all right. Well, that's uh, that is game two. That is, uh, yeah. We'll see uh, when we get back to that. I'm hoping for June. Otherwise, first of September we'll yeah, that as well. I'm, I'm hoping for May. May? You're hoping for May? That's that yeah. might be a little optimistic. Yes, yeah. um, very. May twenty seventh. That sounds wow. a bit uh, Donald Trumpish. Trying to get mm. back earlier than everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> oh, let's not even go there. Considering he's trying to compare no, it to like not. the Spanish flu and stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. Um, we had a, a couple of news items from the week. Uh, we've had a message from the CEO that was put out to all the Cowboys members uh, today, which, you know, everyone's probably seen it and heard it anyway. But um, just quickly, uh, Jeff Rival has said, uh, to our members, partners and fans, along with each and every one of you, we find ourselves in uncharted territory, searching for the right words to convey the many thoughts and feelings we're experiencing following the NRL's decision to suspend the, suspend the 2020 season. 
As a club, we are completely supportive of this decision, which prioritises the health and well-being of our players and indeed our whole community above all else. However, our hearts ache for all those who are part of the Cowboys family and will now be impacted by this decision. We understand that our club touches so many people in so many homes and businesses across not only North Queensland, but all of Australia. Please note, please know our team is working feverishly behind the scenes to provide the answers that you are all so desperately seeking. This process is no doubt complicated by the uncertainty of how long our games will be suspended. But we are working through the many different scenarios so that we may be in direct contact with our many stakeholders as soon as possible. Thank you for your continued patience and understanding. The support you have shown our players and staff, as well as each other, is helping immeasurably and sustaining us through this incredibly challenging time. We will be in touch as soon as we can. Jeff Rival, Chief Executive Officer. Um, now, I have to agree with him a thousand percent oh, there. Yeah. He's basically putting out the thanks to every one of us out here who is giving them support and you know, we all are as much as we can. Mm. Basically, you have to, you only have to look back 12 months uh, to when we had the floods here in Townsville and just about every one of those cowboys was out helping the community where they could. Yep. Um, so I, I think it's only fair. It's not just because it's a team that we love. Like, we love, we love each player because they will stand up for us and for our community. So now's our chance to stand up for them. And they want to be playing just as much as... Oh, yeah. And we want them to be playing. You know, so. like I, I want to play indoor cricket tomorrow night. I can't do that either. So yeah. it, it it's, it's a, goes a million strings down the bow. And great, great words, Jeff. Couldn't say it better myself, to be honest. And it's hard. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing out of all of it is people need to keep in mind, yeah, fair enough, you're not going to get... Uh, you're not going to get the X amount of games that you've paid for from your memberships, if you are a member, um, please, please, please be patient. They're trying to work out, but it, really at the moment it's all crystal ball. Um, they could turn around and say, right, we're going to give you your money back for these games, and all of a sudden the, the league comes, we get back going again, and they get all those games back in, and all of a sudden you they then have to pull money back from you guys. So just, just be patient. Um, like I've said to a lot of people over the last – last week or so you've already allocated that money to do that um so yeah fair enough if you don't get the service that you've paid for that you should get your money back but let's let the season roll out first and let's let them make the decision on whether the can if the season's going to get cancelled or not if it gets cancelled then start asking now me personally i don't have a a, a seated membership i'm a star membership it's only what 38 bucks or whatever it is I personally couldn't care less if I get that money back. I mean, because I know straight away, I can tell you straight up right now, there is there is a handful of staff out there that have just lost their jobs, all right, because yeah. they can't afford to keep them on um, because there's no money coming in uh, at this stage and they don't want to eat up all that money because they may have to give that money back. Um, so yeah. just people, please, I, I can't reiterate it enough, be patient Give the, chance, give the club a chance, give the league a chance to work out what's going on. No one has been in this scenario before. We've No one's ever dealt with this this virus before. I feel like I'm ranting. I'm sorry. But, yeah, it's uh, quite frustrating at, at times to watch a lot of people go, oh, I hope I get my money back. Well, like, really? If that's what you're worried about, then you should, shouldn't have bought your season ticket to start with. Well, a lot of people have been saying basically look at your membership for the year as effectively a donation to the club mm. uh, to keep it afloat through these times. Yep. Uh, I think a lot of people would probably, if they view it as a donation to the club, then it's it's viewed probably a little bit differently. That might not quite work out for those who spent a real lot of money on yeah. you know, entertainment packages and that. Ex- exactly. And they're probably the ones that they're working out whether or not they can you know do something for them. But uh, uh, like you say, Mick, you've got to wait until the end of the season and see what you get out of it first before you 
Um, it's just one of those things that there's a lot of businesses suffering. I run a business myself, so I know what it's like. It's you, you just got to sometimes you got to make tough decisions. So, oh, look, and, and, and I yeah. totally understand some people have lost jobs, so they need that money back. And I get that, and, and, and I respect that too. And I, don't get me wrong, I'm not shooting everyone down in flames. There is always going to be circumstances that'll be different to what I'm just said then, and I, and I respect that. So, yeah. And you're right, businesses, I mean, we're all, everyone's hurting. I mean, I, like I said, I mean, I'm a sole trader, um, but I also, I'm lucky enough to have a full-time job, so uh, I, I, I can't complain. So, yeah. But anyway, let's let I, I move on from that. I get a bit upset about the whole scenario every time, so, yeah. The other issue you have with that or the other alternative is be like what's coming out in the papers with Penrith and Manly. Do you want a club next year Yep. or not? See, I don't, I don't yeah. think, I don't think they need to say that. Uh, for me, that's that's sort of like, I mean, it's true. Uh, There's no argument about it. It's clubs, true. Some clubs they probably do because they're yeah. flying a lot closer to the sun than the Cowboys. Mm. So the yeah. Cowboys are pretty. They're not. I mean, they're not cashed up, but they're not. Yeah, you know, no, in I such dire straits. I think they've got good admin that they but, put yeah. them into a good position. And you know, we've got we've got a club like the Leagues Club, for instance, that supports the club really well, and that's that yeah. kind of thing. Whereas a, a lot of other clubs. Probably Penrith aside, actually, because they yeah. believe their leagues clubs does pretty well. But you know, some clubs are just not as financially viable. Mm. Well, I did so, see, I did see somewhere the same someone, goes for all sports. someone said, um, I think it was what Manly was it Manly Cronulla, yeah, and somebody else that um, if the season doesn't go ahead, they could be in dire straits. I can't remember who the other team was, but yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't want to think down that path. To be honest with you, I, I don't. I don't wish that on anyone. As much as whether you like, whether you like another team or not, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So um, yeah. Well, every, everyone's in the same boat. Every sport is in the same boat at the moment. Um, so it's it's you know it's one of those things where everyone's just going to have to wait it out. It's yeah. it sucks. But I, I feel sorry for our new supporters. I feel sorry for our new supporters though. <laughs> oh well, you know it's poor timing. What's the word? <laughs> The worst thing is we've we've just built a new stadium and we put twenty five thousand. What did we get twenty four thousand people in it? Yeah, twice because we had Elton John yeah. and now we've had to basically shut the place down. And like the timing could not be any more poor for us. Yeah, as a town and region. As a yeah. town and region, you know, we're doing it hard to begin with, and then this comes along and now a council election this week, which we are not going into. But you know, <laughs> it's, you just wouldn't believe it that it's hit the way it has the timing, but. You know, in again, my experience, that's the universe. It yeah. just does that. It just it's got to happen. Again, it's one of those ones where no one's no one no one has forsaken this. It's not like it's piss poor planning from the NRL because and the AFL's going gangbusters or something else. It's it's a blanket across everything. Oh, that's so. it. well, it's worldwide, and because of that, um, slightly good news. The uh, Cowboys managed to secure a new fan from the United States as a result. <laughs> yeah. So all the sports in the US shut down, as we're all aware, pretty much all sports have now. And a certain fan, uh, Jim Weaver in the United States, pretty much had nothing else to watch. So he sat down and watched an NRL game and uh, he was hooked. And as he calls it, Australian rugby, which is what a lot of Americans call our sport, and they don't even realise how good it is, Uh but he sat down and watched it, and um, our good friends at, at the North Queensland Cowboys, their social media team, jumped in and said, um, look, if, you, if you're looking for a team, we'd love to have you, and a little bit of back and forth. And look, in the end, 
Jim Weaver is a, a, a Cowboys, a North Queensland Cowboys, not a not a Dallas not Cowboys, a Dallas. Uh, North <laughs> Queensland Cowboys fan. So. Do you think he does go for Dallas though? And it was just easier to keep all his paraphernalia to cross reference. I'm not so sure. He didn't strike <laughs> me as much of a. I didn't stalk him, but uh, he didn't strike me as much of a, uh, a sports fan, really. But you know, he's jumped on him. <laughs> Oh, look, no, no disrespect to him. No, it's no judgy, judgy. <laughs> you can only judge people listen. by their profile photo on Twitter. And, uh, Never judge your book by its cover, okay. Robert. I do the wrong thing sometimes. Oh, That's what happens. wow, look, judgy, everyone, judgy. Everyone's happy about it. We managed uh, to pick That's up wrong. a new fan from the United States as a result. And we've I'm saying that we had to shut down the competition the week after. <laughs> yeah. And now he's got nothing to watch at all. But um, good on you, Jim. Thanks. Welcome aboard. Um I will know. I will judge you no further. <laughs> what was that, Morg? You were trying to say something. Then I heard that I, you tried to oh, pop we, in. We picked him up, and then we just lost him. Yeah, we did pick him up and just lose him. But hey, these things happen. <laughs> it is what it we is. Lose. He'll, be, he'll be back. Actually, there's um slight, there's slightly different tack. There was a uh, a punter, ex punter for the for the NFL who turned into a podcaster and. He was looking for something to watch one night, and he jumped across and saw a bit of AFL, and he reckons it's one of the greatest sports he's ever seen. Yeah, I saw so that. Yeah, he's all over it as well. You know, with Australia's picking up fans from all over the over the world, I think it's actually going vice versa. Or you know, people are turning to marble racing for Christ's sake. You know, <laughs> did you? What are you watching? Some watch? of those marble races. Some of those marble they races are insane. I, I was watching there. a couple of them. Yeah, I, and I was barracking for yeah. cat's eyes. Oh, oh and I was not weird. No, I was, I was, I was on Thunderbolt. Man, it was it was quite amazing. Like I was I was watching this guy, man, this is a piss take, like all right, twenty second clip, that's it. It goes for two minutes, forty. A race, it's amazing. Okay, I'm gonna watch more of that. <laughs> what else are we gonna do? Yeah. Classic. Well, uh, that's that's it for sport this week. I think it's uh, time for this day in Cowboys history. This oh, not this day, but a time in Cowboys past. My dad. All right, so everyone uh, strap on in, grab yourself a nice little nectar from the fridge or whatever it is that you have, put the put the jug on, because uh, I'm going to take you on a road of 2001. So dating back, it was uh, the Cowboys' seventh year in club history, coached by then Tim Sheens, and it was captained by Paul Bowman. He actually got the... Uh, the captaincy duty due to Tim Brasher, who was actually meant to be club captain. He injured his knee in the preseason, which resulted in a complete reconstruction and ruling him out for the year, which then gave Bear the captaincy. Uh, Sheens, however, the, the season didn't go too well. We won two out of our first 11 games, and Sheens actually resigned as head coach on 25th of May and was replaced by his assistant, Murray Hurst, which also was due to a mid-season club takeover by News Limited. So I don't know if you guys remember, we were sort of a bit of dire, dire times then. Uh, round six was also marred by a lot of controversy when Tigers winger John Hopper, the Hopperwadi, uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah, it was that game. In an attempt to unsettle several of his opponents, he, let's just say it was a, a finger gate scandal. <laughs> Uh, and it was a probing moment. Occurred. Yeah, a probing finger gate. Uh, the first, the first of which of three uh, occurred during the seventh minute of play. Uh, Hopper was subset, uh, subsequently uh, suspended for about twelve games for that. Uh, 
Shane, as I mentioned, uh, Sheenzy resigned and he was replaced by his, uh, Murray Hurst. He was actually the Tonga national team coach at the time. Uh, however, the coach change, it did little to the side as we basically, well, we only won just four of the last 15 games with around 26 victory over the Warriors in Auckland. Now, this was crucial to the club season because it spared us of a second straight wooden spoon as we finished just ahead of Penrith Panthers on points differential. Thank God now, yeah, thank Crivens. So despite all these issues on and off the field, here's a few positive notes that uh, we took out of the 2001 season. It was the de- debut of club legend Matty Bowen. Uh, he'd actually go on to play for 270 games for the club, which included Australian, Queensland and did Indigenous All-Star rep honours, which was over a 13-year period with the club. It also included a quartet of players for the 2001 victorious Origin Queensland side, which included Bowman, uh, Paul Bowman, John Buttigieg, John Doyle, and Nathan Fien. Uh, that was quite remarkable, as all of whom were local products who came through the junior ranks of the club. So I thought that was pretty cool. And, and that 2001 series was Game 3 decider Alfie Langer returned home from Warrington and coached by Wayne Bennett in that series. Now, a few milestones for 2001 uh, for the club here as follows. Now, there's a there's a few which are quite impressive. Tim Maddinson and Leo and Ryden made their debuts for the club. Leo and Ryden was probably the fastest man in league for a good couple of seasons there. Oh. Uh, Matt Bowen and... I, I, I yeah. just sorry to cut in on the, on their pistol. I remember as a kid growing up because I, I before the Cowboys were ever thought of, I was a Parramatta supporter and Lee Oden Ryan played for the for the Eels. And I remember going to a midweek. Uh, I remember going to a midweek game because back in the day when when obviously the touring uh, sides used to come out and all that kind of stuff. They'd, they'd play games against against local clubs and I remember going to it was like on a Wednesday night at the uh, SCG uh, Parramatta played uh, Great Britain and they actually before the game uh, had a race uh, between Martin O'Fire and Lee Odenryan uh, and uh, Martin O'Fire got, got the poops on he got he got a bit frustrated because Odenryan came out in Spriggs so <laughs> and absolutely yeah. walloped him Absolutely, absolutely dusted him. Yeah, yeah. Martin Fire at the time was the fastest man in in league, and Leo and Wright and absolutely dusted him. Yeah. Uh, now, round one as well saw Matty Bowen and Trent Lee make their NRL debuts. Around four, Adam Nable made his debut for the club. I don't remember much about Adam Nable, and no disrespect to you there, Nabes. Uh, round four also saw Taron Bradford and Chris Shepherd make their NRL debuts. Ah, the Shepherd. Round seven. Yeah, the Shep, the Shep, and Taron Bradford. I do remember seeing him run around on the wing. Uh, round seven, Chris Muckett made his NRL debut. Round 10 saw Michael Luck made his NRL debut. Uh, round 11 saw Peter Jones become the first player to play 100 games for the club. Stalwart, stalwart. Uh, yeah, the stalwart. Uh, what, what do they call that these days with the club? Life member. Life, Life member. member, that's what it is. That's a um, 200 round games. 13, yeah, yeah. Round 13 saw Johnny Doyle play his 50th game for the club. Round 19, also in round 13 as well, saw Josh Hannay play his 50th game for the club as well. Uh, round 19, which is a bit of a uh, sentimental one and also for a few of the 
fellow podcast listeners and also panelists. So um, NRL legend, in my opinion, should be Hall of Fame status. Georgie Boy Gaddis make oh, his yes. NRL debut. Yes, easily. Uh, look, I'll put it yeah. to you like this. I would almost put it to a vote right now that we could actually put him into the On the Ranch Hall of Fame. And I'm sure Georgie oh, would love easily. that. I'm sure Georgie would love easily. that. We'll, we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll go through the voting <laughs> the voting <And> rights. We'll, <laughs> we'll also get him a statue out the front of QCB Stadium. I was thinking a statue out the front of my place <laughs> just to keep the pigeons away. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, round twenty, round twenty five, uh, as mentioned, we did have a win in round twenty six against Warriors. But round twenty five saw one of my favourite unsung Queensland players in Danny Moore actually make his debut for the club after stints overseas and with Manly prior. So that there rounds out a time in Cowboys past. Nice, nice work. All right, thank you very much, Pistol. Oh, stayed awake for the whole thing, I swear. <laughs> Jeez. I thought that was a lot more rehearsed and better than last week's. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. No, yeah, it was. It. You didn't, uh, didn't slur as much this time. It was good. All right. So the tipping comp for this year is uh, somewhat suspended. But look, round two was actually quite interesting. I managed six myself. Pistol, how did you go with your perfect how did round? these two wild guys get perfect? We'll come back to them. We'll circle I, back. I, I got... Uh, Look, I got two. robbed. I got, got robbed. Two. I got, got robbed. Two out of eight. I, I got, yeah, I got two, but that could have so easily been different. Could have. Could have, Mick but it wasn't. Oh, you, no, but it's... Uh, Mick with six and Morgan with six as well. Look, our tips are fairly across the board. Two guys this week, or two tipsters this week. Rod and Lisa and Magic Mick managed to score perfect rounds, so they get the two bonus points this yes. round. So ten each to those. I swear to God, those two are on the table. And, and kudos, <laughs> kudos to Rod and Lisa as well because they not only did they get the perfect round, but they also got uh, the perfect margin as well. So they are... Uh, They're <laughs> actually sitting on zero margin after two rounds. Yeah, So I know. they have picked the perfect margin two rounds in a row. Well done, Rod and Lisa. Are they, they are on leading, the take or what? They are leading the competition with 16 points on that zero margin. Magic Mick. Bet you they get zero this week. Magic Mick now sitting in second <laughs> place on 15 points. There's a whole bunch in third place on 13 points. The Irk, Toddles, NC, Cambo 22 and Bruises. Now on 12 points is pretty much the rest of us. Shotgun, Morgan, Get Your Thirst On, Eastside Boy, Twitey 70, Fishpot, Jaden, Red Hot Richie, Dan, Dev, and me. Yeah. Oh, and then, so you're just going to go to you. Well, that's the top 18 as it goes. I could go that's through the whole field, but we'll be here or not. Can we go until my name gets called out? Look, there was a – that's <laughs> – yeah. yeah. Pistol, you're languishing down in 50th spot. You are 50th. Out of how many? Out of 53. Unfortunately, we had a few tipsters this week who clearly forgot to put their tips in. One of those was Rego Bush, who was leading the competition last week with seven, is now sitting still on seven and now languishing in 49th. This emphasises the importance of getting your tips in, which is going to be interesting because everyone's going to have to remember when the competition comes back on, the tipping comp is running. How bullshit is this? (laughs) Tell her how it is, Pistol. Tell her how it is. Yeah, I've tipped two weeks in a row and I'm on five points and Rego Bush missed a whole week last week. He's still beating me. (laughs) 
Maybe that's just because you're a crap tipper, no, but anyway, whatever. You're a perennial tipster is what, what you are. No, it didn't work this year. We covered that one. Yeah. Look, uh, thanks very much for everybody who signed up at this point. Uh, 53 members. Look, um, you know, the competition's still running. We're going to leave it open and running. We're going to leave that uh, jersey there waiting signed by whoever we can get on between now and the season <laughs> ramping up again. In fact, we've probably got more chance of getting people on now anyway because they're not going to be training <laughs> as hard as they were before. Uh, they're certainly going to be in town. But the tipping comp is all thanks to Be Clean NQ for all your carpets and upholstery cleaning needs. Pistols multi this week, unfortunately. I don't think there's a point. There's nothing to tip, nothing to bet on. Yeah, Thunderball in the marble race. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can bet on the weather in Sydney yeah. at the moment. Oh, I'm going to go with a max of... 28.9. Yeah, it's it's not looking good. So, unfortunately, I think we're going to have to – oh, look, you can bet on eSports and table tennis. Yeah. So, just well, on – The V8s, snooker, the V8s are starting their, their eSports oh, soon. Say again? The V8s are starting their eSports series soon. So, they've got I that. I know they are. Believe me, I know. So, maybe that's so something – Maybe who who who, no. who who has the first remote control? Who, who Who's the first driver to throw their uh, steering wheel at the screen? Maybe that we can have money. Yeah, unfortunately, Sportsbet's not covering that one at the moment. You can bet on Overwatch and League of Legends and StarCraft, and I'm probably talking gibble gobble to gibble 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 gobble to to all bunches of people. No, we've actually have a I've, I've had a discussion on this on our neighbourhood street group chat last night. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, without without sports and everything going into lockdown, we're actually going to start up the Browning Street Finska. World Championships. Oh, oh, what? The Finska. Now, if anyone at home wants to know what Finska is, just Google it, YouTube. But it's basically you've got a lump of wood and you're throwing it at 12 other bits of wood. God, and they've all got numbers on them. It's um, much better than it sounds. It, it's a lot. It's a great fun game. It, you might think it's silly. Until you're playing it, you, you, it's actually quite a great game. So we're looking at having Finska World Championships. Telling you what, I think it'll come down to M. Harvey across the road versus me in the final. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You've heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've seen the competition. and oh, Maybe we should get the thong going. all right, but. But she's not. <laughs> she's right outside that door. Uh, but just on that as well, guys, I just want to touch on uh, obviously no multi, no sports, and we are on lockdown with this uh, epidemic, which hopefully we get through. I want to do a shout-out to a good friend of mine, Matty Burrell, from his Beers and Banter podcast. If anyone wants to listen, he's actually got a good one. He brought up the fact that is this – the time we have a bit of reflection like we talk about earth hour i think around the end of march for an hour a night or whatever what about earth week now this lockdown and everything has really sort of hit home if we as a country as a as a world not just you know everyone's got to do their part i don't want to get political i don't want to get climate change but it, it really made sense that you have a look at the venice canals and all that, they're, they're starting to come clear again. There's the wildlife and things starting to spring around. If we have Earth Week where the human pollution just sort of, no traffic, you know, your shops is open only to essentials. You're not just going there to buy rubbish or whatever. I think it has a lot of merit in these trying times. I think this the world is regenerating. Oh, look, I, I think, I think Pistol, I, I think you're onto something there. I mean, I, I believe – 
my gut's telling me the way this the way this uh, this uh, virus or pandemic is going, I think that's going to happen anyway. Um, I'm not discrediting yeah. what you're saying though. Don't get me wrong. I'm not discrediting from it, but uh, yeah, just it, it. I've seen pictures. There's been pictures put up over in, from Beijing and that kind of stuff. Where it's the first time in ages they've actually seen blue sky and stuff like that. So I mean, it, it's as much as it sucks. Maybe it's Earth's way of going. Hey, you guys need to stop. I need to fix myself. So God only knows what's going on if you if you believe in in, in mm. god obviously but uh yeah <laughs> i think you're onto something there i think everyone needs to be a little bit smart about it. And like we said last week be nice to each other be kind to each other say hi don't shake hands but say hi <laughs> and um, i think we'll be right so long as the uh the nbn holds up yeah yeah <laughs> otherwise there'll be a lot Australia. of disgruntled people <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of disgruntled people anyway when people start, um, uh, air quotes, working from home. (laughs) (laughs) I I think Netflix, Stan, KO, Disney Plus are going to cop a flurry. Oh, and Amazon. And I've just got on Amazon. And Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. I've just jumped on there. I just started watching the test. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, That's a good good little watch so far. And this is that time, though, like when you – People work like family providers. They work and bust their guts all all year round for their family. Now they've got time to spend with their family. I'm I'm saying get all the world leaders together and make this a, a week event around this time every year and just let the world heal a little bit. You know, people want to talk about climate change. Here's your answer. Sounds oh, let the world heal. Prophetic words. <laughs> <laughs> And, you, and just want to shout out again, Matty Burrell, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matty. Yes, that is us for another week of NRL and probably the last week for a while. Uh, please like and share us everywhere you can. Uh, leave us a rating as well. Send in any questions you have for us. We love hearing from you. We are going to try and do a few shows uh, in between. We'll just sort of see if we've got anything to talk about. We'll Look, see what we can do. Hey, can I put it out to everyone? I know I'm trying to cut into your time here, but people, okay, while it is quiet and there's no footy on, Think of your questions. Ask any questions you want. Send it through to our Facebook page on the ranch. Even if you want to send it through as a, uh, a verbal question, uh, send it through. We might be able to con- get a whole bunch of these together and get a little episode together of us trying to answer people's questions. So uh, let's let's try something different while there's no footy on. Sorry, Rob. You can find us all at on the ranch NQ on Instagram. You can find me at XRBob on Twitter. You can find Pistol at the OnSpot Facebook page. At Morgan's Homes, Evans on pretty much all the socials for Fusion Networks. And last but by no means least, for Barking Frog, Barking Frog, MC on all the socials as well. Thanks for listening. Stay safe and hygienic. And we'll grace your ears as soon as we can. Good night. Night, guys. Night Love you. Good night. Stay safe. Night. I'm getting on Thunderball in the marble race. <laughs> Get on Thunderball. <laughs> Look at me. See, totally unrehearsed. Yeah. I have no idea you what's are, going on. You are, you are something special. Give me, give me three mangoes, look what happens. <laughs> <laughs>